Why, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Orange Juice Optional. I am patting myself on the back because we're going to have two weeks in a row recorded. Woohoo! I'm excited about that. How are you, Suzanne? I'm doing good. It's good. I know. I'm excited about it too. It's nice to just get a little bit ahead of the game. A little bit ahead of the game, fall back into a routine because we all know how I feel about routines. Yep. That's right. But I thought you were going to yeah. say you were feeling good this morning because you got the Wordle word this morning. <laughs> While I do feel very good about getting the Wordle word this morning, it was a joint effort with my husband and I. So it's kind of meshing the two different styles. We got it on try five, but you sent a message and said you got it super early. Well, I got it at, I got it in four but my first word that I guessed had no letters. So I got it in four guesses with the first word I guessed not having any correct letters. So I was like, I am never going to get this in six tries. So, but I did. Yeah, but you rallied. I thought you were going to say you got it like on the second try. And that was a hard word just because it was. I think it's one we don't use a lot day to day. Right. And I wasn't even sure it was a word when I put it in. It's like, I'm probably going to get a, you need to use a real word <laughs> error. But I felt the same way because I was looking at it and I had like the R, the Q, the N and the G in the right place. I'm like, it's like wrong. And Rob's like, yeah, just put a W in front of it. I'm like, is that a word? I know. But apparently know. it is. Apparently it is. So yeah. Yeah. And so... I could take that and use it in a sentence like, let me see. I, run, I wrung out um, the t wet towel. Yeah, you wrung out the wet towel or I wrung my husband's throat this morning oh, when right. he told me that he's very happy that I'm not an accountant. Oh, <laughs> like, really? You have the audacity to say that to me. No, I agree. If I was good with numbers that's what I would have done or been a math teacher or something. But no, I'm more into feelings and yeah. all of those things but you are on the also, other side you of are the brain. So very good with numbers. You definitely are good with numbers and you're very organized to keep track of numbers. But obviously not in the same way that an accountant would do well, it. But yeah. he knew this. He knew this because years ago, someone in his office was offering a free accounting class to people who wanted to learn more about it. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like backing a trailer because when you are going to back a trailer, it's counterintuitive. Like if you turn your wheel left, the trailer goes right. And that's kind of what I felt about accounting too. Like I could not wrap my brain around the terminology they use. It was like backwards uh, to me or something. Hmm, that's very interesting. And, and yeah. look what you've achieved. And I, I take it that you were working on some accounting um, this morning that led him to make that comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, my brain versus his brain. And obviously one of us is more left-brained and one of us is more right-brained, but opposite, we'll get it figured yeah. out. But I'm frustrated right now in this moment. Oh, Okay. And you're frustrated because of the accounting? Just because of that comment about, oh, well. I'm glad you weren't an accountant. And I'm like, yeah, me mm -hmm. too. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be boring. <laughs> Not that he's boring. He's actually like, I could have come up with something else like, and that's why you're not a comedian, but he's funny also. So that wouldn't well, have worked. <laughs> true. 
Maybe I should have said that's why you're not a therapist. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, that would be more in line to what he just said to me. Right. Yeah. And can you just imagine him as a therapist? People would leave his office more depressed than they were when they came in. (laughs) I know. I know. It's kind of reminds me of that time we went on the cruise. And I may have shared this before. I know I've shared it with you, but with everybody listening, but I go on this cruise and I went to the spa, I got a massage and it was a wonderful massage. And at the end, they want to sell you products. And so as I'm relaxed and sitting there, the lady says to me, you need to buy this product because you are so uptight. If you don't, you'll become a hunchback. (laughs) And it kind of just would be like Rob is a therapist. Like, this is dumb. Why don't you just do this? Exactly. Yeah. And then you'd leave his office more depressed than when you came in. I know. And needing to go get a drink or something with no orange juice in it. I know. Just straight up. I know. (laughs) So he's very happy today, though, moving past this morning and like what we were working on Mm -hmm. household wise. But they're playoff games today. And so we're getting close to the Super Bowl, which is what the past four months in his mind have been going towards. Well, and that's true. And I don't really care about the Super Bowl. And it's unlike me to say that, but I'm actually having an an event at my store on Super Bowl Sunday. We'll see how it goes. But we decided at my store that not everybody cares about the Super Bowl. And for those who don't, we can have an event. And so we're having an event. I think you should. I think that's a great way to spend the day yeah. with those who don't care about the Super Bowl. Right. And it's not all day. It's just in the morning. So you could still come to the event and then make it home in time, plenty of time for the Super Bowl. But it's a flower arranging class and it should be great fun. Because it yeah, is also that does the, sound like yeah, a lot of fun. It's a day before Valentine's Day. It's very appropriate. Oh, yeah. People are going to be appreciating those flowers. Yeah. So there is one restaurant here while we're talking about the Super Bowl that is open 364 days a year, Mm -hmm. including Christmas, including Thanksgiving. The only day it is closed is for Super Bowl. Huh. Why is that? I don't know. (laughs) I don't get it myself, but okay. Well, and I guess... I guess if you're a restaurant and you don't have TV screens, nobody wants to come to your restaurant to watch, to miss the Super Bowl. So it would make sense to close on Super Bowl Sunday because no one's going to come go out to eat if the game's on. Well, that's true. I'm trying to remember if that restaurant has TVs, but I think you might be right. Yeah. I mean, that makes perfect sense. That does make perfect sense. And so while you're not going to be interested in the football part of the game or the Super Bowl Sunday. (laughs) Is there anything that you do enjoy watching on Super Bowl Sunday? Well, you know, there is. I mean, I always love commercials. I I know I'm a weird person, but if it's a good commercial, I can cry in a 30 second commercial. If a commercial makes me tear up and cry, I'm feeling like that's a great ad. I also love the really clever commercials that you're like, how did someone come up with that idea? It's such a clever thing to do. I know. And sometimes it just leaves me <laughs> with my mouth dropped because, again, how do people come up with this? Like, they're so inventive and they're so creative and 
Yeah, I, I like the commercials also. So maybe today, and we won't just limit it to like Super Bowl, but maybe we could talk about our favorite commercials or what we think of um, TV advertising. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I'm going to start us off, though, with a question. What do you think makes a commercial a great commercial? Oh, that is such a good question. I think it's one that sticks with you. Either the tagline sticks with you or the feeling of it sticks with you. And I'm saying that and thinking of some commercials that I've loved over time and I can't even remember what the product was other than like, oh, maybe that was for a car or maybe that was a fast food restaurant. But see now here, that would be, I remember something about it. Yeah. I was going to say that would be a really good quiz for me. If you asked, if you gave me the tagline and I could come up with the product. Do you think really right now as you're saying that, that I don't have one of those quizzes for (laughs) the end of this episode? I know, but what if we already talk about all of those commercials and then the quiz would be irrelevant? (laughs) No, then you'll just get a point and we'll all go, yay, Suzanne, you're so good at this. But yeah, I haven't taken it either. So it'll be a collaborative effort. Okay. But But what do you think makes a great commercial? Well, the same thing that you just said. It sticks with you, which, as you know, is my criteria for a great movie or a great book. It sticks with you and it changes you in some way. You know, my criteria for anything great is it sticks with you and it changes you in some way. And commercials don't have to change you in a big way. But if it sticks with you and it impacts you, it probably is helping you rethink something. So it's changing you a little bit. I guess I've never thought about that with TV advertisements or commercials, but I I do know that you hold that with your books and your movies. And now I know you do with commercials too. Right. Well, and I do that with just about anything. If it sticks with you and it changes you in some way, then it goes into the great category for me. I also think that a great commercial, like you were saying, it becomes iconic when it has a catchphrase or it has a slogan that, you know, 50 years from now, we'll remember. And we talked about this, we touched on this a little bit last, or a couple episodes ago, when I talked about the McDonald's, you know, two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, and a pickle on a sesame seed bun. You know, we... You're forgetting the onion. Oh, did I forget onion? Okay, well, that's because yeah, it's pickle I'm pickle onions on a sesame pickle seed bun. Well, that's why I said and, because it's like pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. But... That commercial goes back like 30 years and people in a different, you know, that are in their 30s and 40s don't even know that commercial, but we still remember what's on a Big Mac because of that commercial. That to me is iconic. And that makes so much sense. So why don't we do this? I'm going to share a TV fact. And then why don't we just jump into the quiz? And then when the quiz is over for those commercials that it didn't touch on that you might have on your list, then you can share those then. Okay. So it's not double dipping. Does that work? Yeah, it works for me. Okay. So the first question I want to ask you, because I've done a little bit of research, Mm -hmm. when was the first TV commercial? Well, I would say it had to been in the early 50s, probably with like an I Love Lucy or a honeymooners. I'm going to say it was in a I Love Lucy episode. 
Right. That's what you would think. But several sources on the internet, the one I'm looking at right now is qualitylogoproducts.com. But the very first television commercial aired on July 1st of 1941. Wow. And it aired during a baseball game between the Brooklyn Dodgers and the Philadelphia Phillies. They are wow. baseball, right? Yeah, but it surprises okay. me. It surprises me that there even was television in I know. 1941. Do you want to guess what the product was? I for a baseball game? Yes. I'm going to say some sort of soap. No, it wasn't a soap and I'm trying to remember what Rob thought it would be, but it's escaping me at this moment, but it was for a watch. It was for the I can't even pronounce it. Bulova watches, B-U-L-O-V-A watches. Yeah. Bulova watches. That was the yeah. very first TV commercial ever back in 1941 during a baseball game. Wow. That is really interesting. I thought so too. I never would have guessed that. I would have thought it would have been for, I don't know, home supplies or yeah, shaving, I mean, shaving a thousand cream. Things. Yeah, something that, yeah. Okay. So I just thought we would start everything with that. Okay. <laughs> so now that we know that advertising has been going on since 1941, mm -hmm. I'm sure the commercials I'd like to share aren't going to go back that far and the ones you want to share, but we'll just jump into some jingles or some commercial trivia and see if okay. we get let's, it right. Yeah, let's see where it takes us. Okay. And I'm just going to say for the very first question in this quiz, when I think of commercials, this is the first thing I think of. Do you want to take a guess of what it might be? Like the most, I guess it must be just a jingle that is so popular. I can't forget it. Um, a jingle so popular currently or from the past? No, just in past, in general. Something like when you think of TV advertisements, is there a jingle that just pops in your mind? Well, before any other one. No, other than the McDonald's one, I can't think of anything that pops into my mind for a jingle. But of course, okay. I know well, you're well, going to I know you're going to say it. I'm going to be like, ah, of course. Yeah, I was just surprised because I was gonna, I was writing this down on my list and then I looked and was the very first question. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So okay, so the quiz is coming from funtrivia.com. That's where I found the quiz okay. and it's called Popular American TV Commercials. Okay. So the very first question is, what product slogan was plop, plop, fizz, fizz. <laughs> oh, what a relief it is. Oh, and I could sing it if you want me to, but no, I prefer not to. No need. It's Alka-Seltzer. Okay. I don't even have to give you the options because you already know it. And, it's a, and that is the jingle that pops into your head. Yes, when I think of TV commercials, it's always oh, that's a good back. one. Yeah, it's good. They did a good job. Yeah. Okay, so the second question, which soft drink boasted that it never had it, never will? Was it 7-Up, Mountain Dew, Sprite, or Pepsi? I'm going to say 7-Up. What I was going to say before you gave the options was tab, but I'll say 7-Up because Tab is the first diet soda, so. Okay, so 7-Up. I would have said 7-Up or Sprite, but I think 7-Up was there before Sprite, so I'll right. go with that too. Okay. Okay, so the next question. Well, do we it takes answer? Is that correct? No, I think at the end they give us the answer. <laughs> oh. There's 15 questions, and then at the end. Okay. 
or I can I can read the answers as we go along. Maybe I should do that. So we knew okay. Alka-Seltzer was the first one. Let's see if I can. Just look at the answer is, without cheating. Yes. So the answer to that question, you were right, was seven up. Okay. Okay. So you're two for two. Yay, okay. Suzanne. Okay. <laughs> question number three. It takes a licking and keeps on ticking is the slogan for what brand of wristwatch? <laughs> Time Boulevard? <laughs> Timex, okay. Did you know that one? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't even have to give you all the options. I know. I was going to say, I'm not giving you a chance to even try to answer, but yeah, I knew it was Timex. Okay. Question number four. Starting in the 1960s, which product was billed as the astronaut's drink? Was it Tang, milk, Florida orange juice, or Colombian coffee? Oh, it was Tang. And you know what? A little piece of trivia is my freshman roommate at college her uncle was the inventor of tang oh really yeah oh wow that's really interesting i know right so yes good job i i do believe it's tang it what it's giving me is option to like knock out two of the options so it's either oh. tang or orange juice but i thought it was tang also so i'm agreeing yeah. with that yeah well i'm 100 okay. sure it is tang because i just happened to have met the inventor of tang at one point okay and this this one's going to be hard <laughs> think back to the 1970s for the name of the hair care product it was called gee your hair smells terrific that I is don't a know this tough one, one. Gee, your i was barely born though i I'm know. just gonna say <laughs> Ooh, rub a little salt in that wound of mine. <laughs> um, gee, gee, your, your hair, hair smells, smells terrific. Good? Uh, terrific? No, it's, it's terrific. I know it's terrific, but I don't know what the shampoo is. I thought I was... It's not asking you for the shampoo. Oh, it's well, just asking gee, you to finish that. your hair smells terrific. That I know for sure. Okay. But I hope okay, I Okay, well, may... it... I hope at the end it gives us the correct answers because it's not letting me get there yet. Okay, well, and I hope, I would hope that it would say, gee, your hair, oh, it was Pearl Shampoo, P-R-E-L-L, Pearl Shampoo. Gee, your hair smells terrific. Okay, yay. So we'll see what it says at the end. <laughs> okay, question number six. Finish this product slogan, and I do know this one. The incredible edible egg. Okay, which insurance company says we live where you live? Is it Geico, Travelers, State Farm, or Farmers Insurance? I can honestly say I have no idea. I would eliminate um, State Farm Geico. and Geico. Maybe I would. And I don't know. State Farm. We live where you live. I would say Travelers or um, what was the last one? I would say Farmers. Farmers. Yeah. Let's just go with Farmers and okay. we'll see at the okay. end, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Which product is known as the Fresh Maker? Is it Trident Gum, Tide Laundry Detergent, Colgate Toothpaste, or Mentos Candies? Oh, that is a tough one. What's your, do you know this one? I do not know this one. I mean, I would go with, what was the first option? Trident gum. Well, I think, I mean, that's the one I would lean towards, but it could be, I mean, of course, it's probably going to be tight laundry detergent because all the other ones. I know, are, the only one that's that, not a food. <laughs> yeah. So that's or a tough one. Though. something to do I, that you put in your mouth. Yeah. I don't know what the answer is. My gut said trident, but... I don't know. I do kind of remember Tide having... We'll just go Tide. Okay. 
Well, we'll see at the end. Hopefully, hopefully they give us the answers so we can get them to everybody out there. I know. Okay, time to make the donuts was the slogan for which donut store chain? That was Dunkin' Donuts. Well, the Dunkin' Donut man. Yeah, I would say Dunkin' Donuts, but I'm trying to think of any other donut chain <laughs> other than Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, here are the other options. Mr. Donut, Krispy oh. Kreme, or Happy Donuts. Yeah, I would have to go with Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Which product claimed it was as clean as a whistle? Coast soap, Irish spring soap, borax cleaner, or Jurgen's hand soap? I think that was Irish spring. Yeah, I think I was going to say Irish Spring too, but Irish Spring was one of those products that also had a jingle um, somewhere along the timeline. I don't remember what the jingle was. So yeah, we'll go with Irish Spring. Okay. So although it might be, was it Borax? Yeah, I really think it's Irish Spring because it like a whistle and you're in Ireland and it's fresh and it's okay, like, that that's kind of where my mind goes. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, we'll just say it. Okay. So if you got caught squeezing the Charmin, who would you have to look out for? Would it be Mr. Mr. Whipple, Whipple? Madge, (laughs) Mr. Hooper, or Mr. Roper? Mr. Whipple. (laughs) Okay. Did you know that one? Did you know that one? I did. Yeah. But only because Mr. Hooper was like Sesame Street, Mr. Roper was Three's Company. company. Yeah. Yeah. And Madge, I don't know. I think she's a Hallmark card. Maybe, yeah. I knew it was Mr. Whipple because I remember the commercial. Oh, and how funny, because I look at the next question in here, I just said Madge is part of a card line. But it says, do you remember Madge of commercial fame? She was giving people a manicure in the local grocery store and wound up soaking her client's hand in which product? Palm, palm olive. olive dish soap. Yes, that's what I would say too. Sorry, the other I, options were, yeah, I knew that one too. Funny. Um, but the other options were Purex laundry detergent, Dawn dish soap, or Pine Soul cleaner. But yes, you're right. Palm olive dish soap is my guess too. Yeah. And I know this one. Let's see if you get it. Well, and it's interesting because I'm not letting anyone else even think about the question. I'm just blurting out the answer. So this one I'm not going to answer until the end. Well, you're going to have to answer because you don't have an option. Okay. Okay. And I know this answer and I'm proud of myself for knowing it just looking okay. at the question because I haven't looked for the correct answers. Okay. So the question is, what question does the bespeckled, 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 like he wears glasses. Okay. Mm-hmm. What question does the bespeckled, I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. And that's bugging me. I think that's right. Okay, I'll just say, what does the guy wearing glasses in the Verizon ad keep repeating over and over? Okay, are you going to give me three out, four options? Well, it's five words that you have to come up with the answer yourself. Oh, it's not like a multiple choice. No, this one you have to blurt out the answer, Suzanne. So it's like right up your alley. Well, yeah, but I don't know the answer to this one. I have no idea what the answer is. I'll know it when you tell me, but I don't know the answer. So, guys and guy, you're talking telephones. Can you hear me now? Oh, of course. Final answer. Yeah, that's it. You're yeah. Right. It's probably because I couldn't get the, the word right for the glasses that threw you. No, I don't think so. 
Okay. You'll get this one and you can blurt out the answer, but there's four options. Okay. Which greeting card company slogan is when you care enough to send the very best? Is it American greetings cards, Carlton cards, personal touch cards, or Hallmark cards? Well, you know, it's Hallmark cards. And later I will have to talk about Hallmark commercials, but which I've talked about in the past, but I do love Hallmark commercials. Okay. And the very last question is Juan Valdez or Valdez is the spokesman for which coffee company? Is it Maxwell House, Folgers, 100% Colombian coffee or Taster's Choice? Folgers popped into my head right away, but I almost want to say it's 100% Colombian. What do you think? That's what I want to say too, 100% Colombian. Okay. So I'm going to hit that and I'm going to submit my answers and see which I, okay. And I'll just go through and see how we did. Okay. You're okay. Which product slogan was plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Alka-Seltzer is correct. Mm -hmm. Which soft drink boasted that it never had, it never will. You're correct at seven up. What watch takes a licking and keeps on ticking? Your answer was Timex. That's correct. The product that was billed as the astronaut's drink. Correct answer with Tang. Uh, think back to the 1970s for the name of the hair care product. It was called G or product. It was called G Your Hair Smells Terrific. You are correct with that. Finish the product slogan, the incredible edible egg. We were correct with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a wrong one. Oh, dang. Yeah, we overthought this question. But which insurance company says we live where you live? Our answer was farmer's insurance, and the correct answer was state farm insurance. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got another one wrong. Oh, no. What is wrong with us? Yeah, okay. Well, Number eight, what product is known as a fresh maker? We said Tide laundry detergent. It was wrong. The Trident gum would have been wrong, too. The answer was Mentos. Huh. I did not know that. I did not know that. Number nine, we were right when we answered Dunkin' Donuts for the slogan, Uh time to make the donuts. Um, Number 10, we were right, clean as a whistle is in fact Irish Spring Soap. Number 11, who will get mad at you if you squeeze the Charmin? It is Mr. Whipple. Madge actually did give manicures with palm olive dish soap. We were correct. I was correct with the Verizon guy who wears glasses. He keeps asking, can you hear me now? Uh, We were right with Hallmark and we were right with 100% Colombian coffee. So we missed two. Oh, we did pretty good. Yeah. So we scored 13 out of 15 and the average score for the quiz is 12 out of 15. Oh, so we're above average. Better than average. Yeah. I wanted to be 15 out of 15, but I'll take what I can get. Oh, that's so funny. So those were just something fun, a couple jingles to bring us back to the mm-hmm. past in commercials. So when you sat down to think about your favorite commercials, did you categorize them or did you just pick ones that stood out to you? Well, I didn't even do that much. I know that Hallmark commercials are my favorite commercials, although Hallmark doesn't do their, I don't think they still do their classic commercials like they used to before they had a network. But Hallmark commercials all, I mean, you could show me almost any Hallmark commercial and I'll start crying because they're so good. And how they can create a story in 30 seconds or less is beyond me. But what about you? How did you categorize your commercials? 
Well, I just kind of wrote down commercials that I remember. Some of them touched my heart. Some of them were just mm-hmm. annoying for one reason or the other, usually because mm-hmm. it would get stuck in Rob's head or Colton's head, and mm-hmm. I'd have to hear it all the time. Other ones were just like catchy saying. So where do you want me to start? Like there's so many options. Um, well, you know what? I I created a little list of my own because these are a couple that I remember and it's similar to your quiz. But tell me if you remember, I don't know if it's harder to give you the slogan and you guess, guess the product or I give you the product and you try to remember the slogan. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't categorize that way. So however you want to do it, maybe mix it up. Maybe give me a couple slogans and then a couple names. How about where's the beef? Oh, I have that on my list too. That's Wendy's. Yeah, okay. Yeah. How about (laughs) it keeps going and going? That would be the Energizer Bunny. Yep. You and I maybe looked at a couple of the same lists. Oh, no, I came up with the mine off the top of my head. Did you? <laughs> yeah, so I well, have some random things, but re- not jingles. Right. I had to remind myself. So I went to and Googled best commercials. and um, to re- But um, how many licks? I have that one, too, <laughs> on my list because I just went to trivia a couple of weeks ago, and uh, that was one of the trivia questions because the world will never know. That's a Tootsie Pop. Yes, and... Mr. Owl, how many looks does it take to get to the center of a tube? Yes. One. I love it. One. Yep. Okay. Let's see. Do I have any others? No, I don't because I'm just, then I have a list of characters that I think are iconic. So you you tell me some of you, give me one of your lists. Okay. Well, I just kind of wrote down some commercials that I remember that at the moment that they were playing had an impact on me. Mm-hmm. And the first one I would say would be the Meet Joe Green oh, commercial. It was yeah. a Coke commercial so many years ago right. in which a boy's like, hey, you look like you could use a Coke. And he was so appreciative. And he gave the kid his jersey. He's like, hey, kid, here. And he throws him his jersey. Yep, I know that commercial. And I was thinking about that. I was wondering if that was one of the first um, Super Bowl commercials that made Super Bowl commercials so popular. And I should have looked that up. What was the first Super Bowl commercial that triggered the years and years of outdoing the last Super Bowl commercial? I will have that answer for you by the end of this podcast. I will look it up while we're talking. Right. The next commercial, and this is a McDonald's commercial also. And the reason it's listed and one I will never forget is because the jingle got stuck in Rob's head and Colton's head. And it was the most annoying thing that I had to hear over and over and over again. And it went like this. Uh, How'd it go? Oh, yeah. Fish. I can't even say it now. Fish, fish, McBites, McBites, fish, fish, McBites, McBites, fish, fish, McBites, McBites. Oh, fishy, fishy. Like that. Okay. I've Did never, you ever hear that one? No, it was for the fish I've sandwich. I've never heard that yeah. one. Yeah. And I know I butchered it, but it was fish, fish, McBites, McBites. And then Colton from the other, Rob would say that. And from the other side of the room, Colton would be like, oh, fishy, fishy. And then they would do it the other way where Colton was saying the other and then Rob would, and it would annoy me. So that's why that lives in my mind. That's so funny. Yes. And I'm also a real big fan of the Geico commercials. I'm not a fan of the gecko, like 
that part. Oh. And I'm not a fan of the caveman. However, one of my favorite commercials is the woodchuck commercial where the farmer's yelling at the woodchucks, hey, you woodchuck, stop <laughs> chucking my wood. And I like that one. And then the commercial where the guy is in the delivery room with his wife and he calls to let the family know, but he um, calls by a payphone, and they have to accept the charges. And so he says his name's like, da-da-da-da-da, it's a boy. Oh. I know I'm not explaining it real good, but yeah, I do I like that commercial. I, yeah, I don't remember that so. commercial. But that does bring me to um, characters that I love, and Flo is one of them. I don't know which insurance company she represents, but the beginning series of Flo commercials were so funny. They've gotten a little, she's still around, and they've gotten a little outlandish now. But I used to think that the Flow commercials were really funny. And she's with Progressive Insurance. Progressive. Of course. She yes. Is. And when I was talking about the Geico, she popped into my mind too, even though yes. she's a different insurance company. And you company. know who else I love, but this is more for personal inside joke reasons, is Jake from State Farm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, yes. Rob you, your husband Rob has adopted that nickname based on, you know, an occasion or two when he's kind of lost his cool about something. When he's had a Karen moment. Right. <laughs> right. He became Jake from yes. State Farm. Yes. And I love when JC says that. Hey, Jake from State Farm. <laughs> I love it. I know. Me too. <laughs> and real quick, the other Geico commercial I'm thinking of, and I think it's Geico that I really liked was... Hey, Mike, 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 you know, the the one with the camel. Right. And it's hump day, that, that yep. camel. Yeah, hump day is, yeah, was a so. good one. Yeah, hump day was a really yeah. good one. So I think Geico's always done a really good job with their commercials. <laughs> yeah. And I would say my favorite Super Bowl commercial, and I had to look what the product was. It's a, a car. I knew it was a car, but it was the mini Darth Vader mm-hmm. who's walking around the house putting his hands out, trying to get like the dog to move, trying to get the toy to move, trying to get this to move, and he can't do it. And then he walks out to his dad's Volkswagen and he puts his hand there and his dad has a remote and he clicks it. And so the kid's like, <laughs> oh yeah, I got it. I got something. So yep. that was back in 2011. Wow. And that would be like my favorite Super Bowl That commercial. was a good one. I think that the Snickers bar commercials, I think that they started with the Super Bowl, but especially the one with Betty White in it, shout out to, you know, God rest her soul. But the Snickers bar where they're playing tag football and Betty White starts and then the guy takes a bite of his Snickers bar and he's like back to being himself. That's such a great commercial. Yeah, I like that commercial also. And they've done it with several different people. But at this time, at this moment, I can't, of course, remember. I know, I can't either. But I do remember that one. And I did really like that one. One is your iconic. Okay. Are you are you thinking the lizard from the Geico commercials, the, the gecko? No, I actually am remembering Mikey. Hey, Mikey. Yeah. Do you like it? Life cereal. Yeah. I'll eat anything or eat anything. And I always thought that about my son when he was little because my middle son was a very adventurous eater and he would eat anything you put in front of him. Like when he was two or three or four years old, he'd try anything. And I always thought it was so cute because I I always used to say I should have named him Mikey because 
he'll eat anything. Michael, we call him Mike, but he eats nothing. He is the pickiest eater in the world. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. And let's already mention, I think I've mentioned because I thought of Ronald McDonald too. I always thought that was such a clever character, even though I wasn't really a big fan of Ronald McDonald, but it's like, wow, you know, you always know who you're talking about. Everyone knows who Ronald McDonald is. I definitely do. Do you remember Grimace or the Hamburglar? Uh-huh. The Hamburglar. Yep. Grimace. It's kind of, yep. I think it may have come around. It was introduced maybe around the Sesame Street era. The beginning of Sesame Street is when McDonald's kind of introduced their characters. I'm not sure about that, but I think that's true. That would make sense. So do you have any other ones? No. How about you? Yeah, no, the only other one I had, and Rob brought this one up, is his favorite um, Super Bowl commercial. And I guess they had like a series of them back in the 1980s. Uh-huh. It would be Spuds McKenzie, the little dog from, I think, Budweiser or something. Well, was that the little golden retriever puppy? Because I did like that series too, where they had, it was a golden retriever puppy that wanted to be a Clydesdale horse. <laughs> and there was a series Oh, I know of which them. one you're talking about. I don't I think it's the same one. Oh, because I was going to say, I don't think it goes back that many years. If it does, that's really depressing because I was thinking that was relatively new. But yeah, the little puppy that wanted to be a Clydesdale. Yeah, no, I know which one you're talking about. And I love that commercial too. And I did think of that one also. So good that you brought it up. But Spuds McKenzie, I'm just looking up his stats at Wikipedia. Uh-huh. He was a fictional dog and was used in the marketing of Bud Light beer in the late 1980s. Interesting. Yeah. And he first showed up in a Bud Light Super Bowl commercial in 1987, and that would have been Super Bowl 21. Huh. Yeah. So do we want to circle back and do some like Super Bowl commercial trivia, which I really don't have that much of it. I just have the Cir- answer to the question. Sure. Circle back. We'll try it. Like I said, I, Yeah. Probably my weakest area. The commercials are always good, but I don't always remember them. Pepsi, a couple years, had some really good commercials. Doritos, for a few years in a row, had really good commercials. Okay, so earlier you asked what year was the first Super Bowl commercial? And I went to wikipedia.org because there are several different answers here, but I'm just going to go with what Wikipedia is saying. Okay. And it said that the first Super Bowl commercials were back in 1967. And the commercials included ads for Ford, Chrysler, RCA, RJ Reynolds Tobacco, McDonald's Budweiser, and others. Okay. But I wonder what year it was when they, when it kind of took off and became like, Oh, we got to watch a Super Bowl for the commercials. It seems like it was I more think, recent than that. Right. I'm thinking that was like 1984, perhaps. Let's see if I can find that. But the, the cost of a commercial at the first Super Bowl was 37500 I can tell you that. Oh, interesting. And very interesting when you consider that this year they're saying a 30-second commercial costs do you want to guess how much oh i couldn't even begin to guess give me just tell me what it is 6.5 million dollars for 30 seconds and that doesn't include the cost to produce the commercial to make the commercial that's just to air the commercial 6.5 million dollars wow 
That's crazy. And that's up from last year. So it's experiencing inflation too, because last year was 5.6 million wow. was the average commercial. Wow. And I think I saw somewhere that during the Super Bowl, there are 70 different commercials that are played approximately. Huh. 70? Yeah. Yeah. It seems like wow, a lot. That does and seem so like I a went lot. and double checked, but it did say 70. Wow. That is a lot. I know. Huh. And, so, I, and I don't really remember any of them. You kind of have to the game to see the commercials. I know. I know. Huh. I know. I know. Some of them, though. Some of them are iconic that come out then. But I love TV advertisement. And I've loved, like, walking down the past a little mm-hmm. bit and remembering old jingles with you today. I know. It was fun. It, you know, I wasn't sure how talking about commercials when we couldn't actually watch them would be. But I think we, I think. Yeah, memory lane is a good way to think about it. Yeah, and I am a little bit disappointed with us because we didn't have any taglines or anything for orange juice or champagne. Oh, good point. Of so course, yeah, kind of champagne, failed. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, let's see. Let me just see if really quick before we wrap up, I can throw out a tagline for like Tropicana. Oh, okay, there you go. Let's make breakfast 100%. Okay. Okay. That was just what popped up first. So at least we did a tagline for something we're known for. Orange juice and champagne. Yay. Yay. Well, with all that shared, do you have anything else before we wrap this commercial episode up? No. I think it was a fun, fun topic to talk about. Yeah. I'm really big on nostalgia these days. So hopefully we can do another episode in the future about something else nostalgic. Yeah, we will do that. Okay, well, I guess I'm just going to say cheers then until next week. Cheers.